And here we have Jam, queen of the, the plushy dinosaurs. Hi, this is Watermelon. Watermelon? Where did you get the name Watermelon from? Um, I asked Instagram and that's what somebody sent me. <laughs> Alright, like, how long have you had Watermelon? I got Watermelon at the end of Summer Social, actually, with BCD. And they were like, you don't have a stuffy? And I was like, no, I don't. And they gave me this one, and it's weighted. And this is why you're the little letter of the podcast. Yeah. Um, let me, hey, might as well go ahead and let the people know that, hey, welcome to another episode of Big Letter, Little Letter Podcast. I am your host, Hito. And it's me, Jim. And we are here to provide some details, informations, and whatnot in regards to kink and BDSM. Yes. I'm really excited about today's episode. Good, because that intro, I'm telling you, I was smooth as butter. That's the best one I've done in a while. <laughs> Look at you. You get better with time. I mean, like fine wine. <laughs> but before we even, like, hey, let's stop flirting. Let's move on to our Kinkly Weekly, where we just go ahead and, like, what kinky things did you get into, Jam? Um, I'm like, when's the last time we spoken? Before End of Summer Social? Um, I would say it was, like, we didn't record last week, so about two weeks ago, the episode yeah. with uh, Phoenix. Yes. Oh, delicious. Okay. Um, I went to End of Summer Social with Black Queer Dom Society. And I got to do a lot of firsts. I was on a leash for the first time. And I tried cigars for the first time. And I got ashed on. Very sexy. Mm. Tried cigars or tried cigar service? Both. Oh. Yes. I was huffing and puffing that cigar. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Just keep it out your lungs. It's supposed to stay all within the mouth. Right! Oh my gosh! I think that's why I can do it. Because I tell people I can't smoke marijuana because I like I will lose my voice so easily, but the cigar was like so nice, so smooth. I also backward smoked the cigar. Backward smoke? Yes. When you put the front when you put like the fiery part inside your mouth and you blow out. Ah. Yeah. Huh. You did a lot. <laughs> it was a good time. We had a black ass Sunday. We played um, two five pass. I think black people call it bones. Um, so whoever knows the game, everyone has been going. That game's with dominoes. I'm like, it's yes, dominoes and dollars. We played it outside while smoking cigars and music. There was impact happening. I was on a leash, like, oh, it was such a good time. <laughs> All right, what else you had going on? Um, this weekend, I went to Kinky Kickback, which is a fun sexual event, and I love fun sexual events. Top three, honestly. And I was a guardian, you know, I'm on my Guardian World Tour, and I had a lot of fun there because the theme of Kinky Kickback is actually what our episode is about today. Mm, okay. Now I will say that I'm a little, uh, I went from being upset to just overall sad and salty because I was supposed to be there Ooh. as well. 
You were supposed to be there. You were missed. Yeah, I've heard all the all the cool kids were there, and I wasn't there to like be with the cool peoples. But hey, c'est la vie. Just you know, this is motivation for me to uh, find a way to get rich, so I can just fly first class wherever I want to go. Exactly, which is why paid gigs <laughs> in twenty twenty four, baby. Uh, paid gigs twenty twenty four. Um, but no, overall, mine's actually been pretty chill. I haven't done nothing too wild or crazy for the past couple weeks. Um, like I, I just pretty much been on some vanilla shit where I did um host a meeting a meet and greet for the group I'm in ATX um, Black Poly and Play, where we were at Top Golf. It was cool because it's like an excuse for people just get together, talk, and actually see people exist. Um, supposed to go to King Kickback this weekend, but no, I just I figured let me be here, you know. Um, do do some household stuff because it is good to balance your kinky life and your vanilla life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> hey, at least I know. Um, I'm. Am I supposed to be something next? No, next week the fun sexual is having her um Thanksgiving um, vacation. <sighs> next year. Um, but no, next week I think I might be. I I gotta check my calendar. I feel like I'm doing something. But the way my ADHD works is, that's too far to the future for it to be in front of me. So I got I got to get better using this calendar behind me, but yeah. it is what it is. Um, I'll spend the next three weeks seducing you until I see you again. You won't forget. All right. No, see, that's three weeks from now. Now, December 2nd, I'm going to be doing my wax thing. So that's different. We could talk <laughs> even more about that next episode, like when it's closer. See, and you over here stroking. <laughs> so, side story for the people um, listening. <laughs> Me and her are in the harder soft Discord. And uh, for the past few weeks, there have been like VCs, which is the voice channels where you can do like video conferencing with people in your Discord. Apparently, like, hoardiness has been in the air thick this weekend where you got one of the members doing tantric stuff where people are over here quivering. And I'm like, <laughs> quivering. my man. Wait, wait, wait! Did you go ahead and put it down? Like, let me step away, record this podcast, so we can go back to the shenanigans over there. Yes, it was a good time. He was acting like he had no part in it at all. I don't he know what you're it. talking about. I yeah, am a okay. man of um, certain principles and mm-hmm. um, morals, and um, mm. apparently a bad liar. Anywho, yeah. I'm a professional lawyer who saw what she saw. <laughs> All right, let me go ahead and introduce today's episode, which is S for Sensory Deprivation. Oh, yes. I always do wonder, like, should I just say, like, SD because two words, or do we just stick with the first letter? Let's just stick with the first letter. Got me, if I put SD, it'll be weird like Scooby-Doo. <laughs> like SD card. <laughs> but anyways, to the task at hand, sensory deprivation. <laughs> Jam, do you know what that is? It is something so delicious. I just, mm. you know what I think of the five commercials. You remember all those commercials for five gum? The gum, yes. Yeah, that <laughs> friends is sensory deprivation, and the episode is over. I perfectly explained it. Okay, there we go. You know what? I'll go ahead and take the reins from there. <laughs> um, so, ladies and gentlemen, um, bigs and littles, age players of all ages. So, sensory deprivation is just a form of sensation play that is often incorporated to, like, a scene uh, in a BDSM scene. 
it it involves like literally depriving a person, usually the bottom or submissive, of one or more of their senses. And of course, we have the five senses: taste, sight, touch, hearing, smell. And some of y'all got that sixth sense with that woo woo stuff. We're not talking about that one. <laughs> not the woo woo stuff. Let's take. To, we'll stick to the five. Don't mess with my intuition now. <laughs> but yes, those are the, like the five senses where um, typically one or more is deprived. Um, and in some cases, what is the, the ones that are not deprived are used to enhance sensation. Uh, this can result in an intensely erotic experience. It really is. I'm sure many of you have already played with loss of sense of sight or loss of sense of touch. And that's just like putting on blindfolds or covering somebody's eyes, telling them to close their eyes. And then there's like handcuffing. So you're not allowed to touch anything. And then there's earplugs and noise canceling headphones, which technology is making things way kinkier than they used to be. <laughs> If I must say. Is it the technology or the people using the technology? It's a little combo of both. <laughs> I and feel like we need to remember that, okay? It takes both technology and people, okay? And of course, there is taste that either can be enhanced or it can be reduced with like a ball gag or something to um, impede the mouth from accessing certain elements. Yeah. What to change your taste? Isn't there a thing where, like, if you suck on a lightsaber and then drink something, it changes the taste of it? Maybe. Yeah. I didn't play that those games. <laughs> Why don't we play those games? We're talking sensory deprivation here. Yeah, but not with my candy. Like, hey, leave lightsabers. <laughs> well, I'm thinking about lightsabers gummies. I'm not thinking about, like, the peppermint. No, the peppermint. Oh, this I would. Is something to play with. The peppermint is just as bad as almond, almond, almond mounds or whatever. Like, eh. Those are not candies. Oh, Those are torture okay. devices. We're not here to talk shit <laughs> about people's favorite candies. Okay, you like. Yeah, all right, you're right. Some people just make horrible decisions. Wow. Look, almond mounds and mounds. Okay, with you, sir. Okay, you know what? Look, look, they're disgusting. Oh, Let, all right, we can move on back to sensory deprivation. <laughs> when you're in sensory deprivation. Play around with taking away senses, changing senses, and also enhancing senses. So you can do things like blindfold somebody and then use a feather all over their body. And that's going to feel way different than people seeing the feather. Your brain is like, I know what that feels like. And then you don't feel it as much. But when you don't know what's coming to you, that's a whole other game. And the same thing goes with touch. That's where, be it handcuffs or rope, you are essentially being restricted from access to the things that you use to touch. And that also enhances when you are being touched on because you, the reactions that you have are just pure reactions that you can do nothing about because you are bound. Yes. And if you want to get real simple for our beginners out there, it could be as simple as feeding somebody an assortment of different foods or different fruits even. You get your pineapples and your strawberries. You get like sweet and salty mixes, sour mixes. It can be as simple as that when you're playing with the senses. Yep, and 
smell like just light up a, a, a aroma candle you'll have mm. your essential oils that can be used and rubbed on someone that's be it bound blindfolded and you're giving them a massage like there are so many ways to play with the various senses in combo with one another in order to give an enhanced feeling or just the overall expression of what you want someone to feel like that's the canvas get the painting yes and for our friends who are about this life and listening because they love us and because you can never stop learning we could get even deeper so i'll tell you about the scene that was at kinky kickback it was daddy half oh wow so many friends were there daddy half did a demo with his sub and he used gloves canes ice hands soft touch and like his nails and she like had to keep her eyes closed but she was also holding on to a St. Andrew's cross with bars. So it was just like a real sexy experiment of touch and what things feel like. It was so good to watch. And that is like on a more advanced level of, you know, cause some people, they have the canes, the floggers, the knives, the gloves. Some yeah. people like have the extra, but for the people that are looking to dabble a little bit, just like, you know, mm -hmm. just, a, just a big toe in the pool. It doesn't have to be that complicated. You don't need a St. Andrew's cross. You can have just simply, you can literally just use your bed. There are various toys where you can like have it under the mattress. So that way it sticks out. And mm -hmm. those are the easier ways of boundaries, uh, of not boundaries, bounding somebody. Um, or you can just literally grab like a scarf and like have their hands tied together. Like you can use household items in order to get that point across. Um, you don't have to go out and buy three hinks of rope and take five <laughs> classes just so you can bind someone to a post. You yeah, can always exactly. just keep it very simple and just keep it localized in what you're trying to do. And also you can have nothing at all and just go with pure mental. Like they have to follow your instructions. That yeah. can also be used in regards to sensory deprivation. Like, you know, keep your hands up here. Do not move them. If you move them, then there will be a certain level of punishment, be it a cane to the hand, a, a spanking to the ass, you know, like it could, it could be mixed up. Okay. So tell me about one of your favorite experiments in sensory deprivation. Okay, so boom. <laughs> this was where this was which event was this? I think this was a fun sexual DC party. Ooh. I think it was then. I might be mixing it up. I've been to a lot of things. <laughs> but um so someone requested that I give them a just uh dealer's choice in what scene I want to have with them. Ooh. and uh, so i and this person they are relatively new like sexually liberated but kink and um, a kink novice and so i opted for giving her a sensory deprivation scene because it's literally like a smorgasbord of things that can be done mm -hmm. Ooh, it just came to me weekend placation the first one in february where it was in partnership with harder soft it all just flooded right back to me <laughs> 
Okay, so um, so again, I told her sensory deprivation. Um, and of course, when it comes to doing scenes with anyone, I am the um, rack kind of consent model person, mm-hmm. which is risk-aware consensual kink. So I made sure I explained everything that was involved. I explained all the tools that were involved. So uh, what I used were spreader bars, um, uh, Wartenberg pinwheels. I used a dull knife because, again, her first experience, I'm not about to have her scared that I'm going to have a real knife available. Um, floggers, um, various suction items where it kind of, it's kind of like a cupping device. It's normally used for massaging, but hey, we're kinksters. We'll find a way to use anything. (laughs) Um, and those are what I primarily use. I also, um, create a custom playlist. So I had headphones handy where, um, that was going to go ahead and take away the sound. So that way, you know. You're only focused on the playlist and the various sensations that pop up. And then we start the scene. I had her blindfolded. I had her legs within the spreader bar. And then I had the music going for her. From there, I used just the various tools. I did also have a a few vibrators because I did have uh, uh, permission for, like, stimulation in that region to, you know, because, hey. If you're going to do sensory deprivation, why not come from it? <laughs> so, of course, I had my vibrators. I had a couple um, um, uh, penetrative toys with me as well. But it just all started with essentially, like, filling up all of her body. And then I'm a bit of a sadist. So, of course, I would, t- like, stop touching for a set duration. Like, because I don't want her to expect when I'm going to touch her again or when I'm going to touch her with. And so that's when I would bring in like the pinwheel and it'll get a like a reaction where I'm like, of course you're gauge. Was it a good reaction? Was it a bad reaction? And a lot of the reactions were good. Um, and there was a point where I did introduce the vibrator while introducing breath play because again, options. And um, so, yeah, with the breath play combo with the vibrator, she had herself a nice shaking orgasm. Um, and then from there, I continue with various sensations. Um, there was even a point where I held the dull knife to her neck mm. as if, you know, it's kind of like a, like a threatening thing. It's, you know, I was trying to invoke the level of danger because knife play. <laughs> and uh, yeah, from there, there was the cool down. So, of course, I just started just rubbing down because... Again, subspace, hormones, like, things be elevated. So you want to make sure that there's no sharp crash, you know. Just a slow wind down. And then, like, I released her legs so she could feel that. I did bind her hands, released that. And then um, removed the music and, of course, expressed her, like, all right, close your eyes. I'm going to remove the blindfold. Open your eyes slowly. Because, again, it was, like, a 15 20 minute scene and so pure darkness and just open your eyes to light like yeah um but that was my experience doing sensory deprivation and she loved the scene which is kind of like fueling my own praise kink because i like Mm -hmm. doing what i'm doing and i like to know like you know i do a good job that sounds like a yummy time it was fun Like it, like literally, when I was like, man, when was then all these various images popped up of like this happened, that happened, this happened, that happened? Like, oh yeah, what a good time! 
Yes, I do also want to emphasize that when we talk aftercare, it's not just like immediately after the scene. It's also in the takedown of the scene. Um, it's like when you do a massage, you never want to take both hands off a person's body. You always leave one hand on. It's kind of the same when you're ending a scene. You want to always leave one hand on and then slowly release yourself from the person, especially when you do something so intense. Hmm. What about you, Jam, though? Um, sensory deprivation, I heard it's your jam. It is my jam. It's like my exploration right now. I'm trying to get it, everything in. So that's what 2024 is about, sensory deprivation. But my first like real scene was at Sublime Effigy with BQD and I the person actually had blackout goggles that they put on my face never seen those before there was actually a lot of stuff that I never seen before so I was like I'm gonna try it all so they laid their stuff out we talked about what they had and I let them know like there were a lot of things that I never tried yet and that my pain tolerance at the time was not that high. I'm up to like a six now, you know, like. Okay. Yeah. Noted. <laughs> um, so the things that I wanted to try were um, a rubber mallet. I did some canes, um, the Wartenberg wheels. That's my favorite. Vampire gloves, also my favorite. I really like spiky things. <laughs> um, and then we did some breathing together. So I put on the goggles. We did some breathing, which is also like, I also do yoga friends. So when you're in a group of people, it's good to match your breathing so you feel really connected. And when you're topping somebody, that's a really good way to like bring the person into the scene and also out of the scene, just FYI. So we did some breathing and it was like compression breathing. So extra nice. So they laid on top of my body. We did breathing together. And then they started with everything, the mallet all over my legs, the Wartenberg wheel, like up my arms. They did like some touch with fingers, light touch with fingers, some squeezing, squeezing with the vampire gloves. Mm, chef's kiss. Um, and then we also ended with the same compression breathing and did the slow release with taking off the goggles and like gave hugs and always, always, always water for bottoms and tops, really. Um, and it was good. That was like a really delicious time. See, I love sensory deprivation. I just, it's just, it's one of the main reasons why I do enjoy like kink in generals because it's literally canvas artist make magic happen. <laughs> it's true, and I feel like maybe sensory deprivation is one of the things people should start with because when we talk about pleasure, we're talking about what it does to the senses, right? Come on. Nah, I'll 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 stick with telling people impact because it's easy. It's, it's it's not the most complicated. <laughs> but I'm like, it says me like, eh, it's easy. Stick with impact, like you know, one two taps, like as you're, like everyone taps. does. Everyone does stroking, you know. Everyone not stroke. Everyone does um impact, like when you're hitting it from behind, smacks back. There you go, impact. Cause I know with sensory deprivation, it requires a little, just a, a, a tad bit more trust. Oh, see, but I told you that's not how I started in King. <laughs> I started in King with 
blindfolds and handcuffs, <laughs> like a good girl that I am. Well, there you go. And now here you are, getting your pain tolerance up to six. I am up to six. I'm like doing big things out here, people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I will say that's where we'll go ahead and wrap up this episode. Mm -hmm. um, anything you want to go ahead and plug, Jam, for the peoples? No. See, Jam's <laughs> just trying to get off. She's trying to go ahead and get this nut. So I don't blame her. <laughs> I need to come and I am I do plan on seducing you <laughs> we never talk Hito likes to test my limits but I'm turned on easily by my friends but I am gonna put in that work I'm I don't know what she's talking about all I do is talk about things I'm gonna bake all riled up okay <laughs> for the next time we see each other all I do is talk about what the things I'm baking that's all you I do lie <laughs> All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, um, you can follow me as Sir.Hito on Instagram, Sir underscore Hito on uh, Twitter, and then Sir Hito on FetLife. Also, please listen to Hitchhiker's Guide to E&M, where we will be starting up again this week after a three-month hiatus. Three months? Oh, damn, about to be four months. Wait. August, September, October. Yeah, four months oh, hiatus. I mean, yeah, I will. <laughs> so be sure to download, subscribe, like, comment, all that good things. You know, five stars only. If you don't, if you want to give less, then don't don't score. Like, leave it alone. Leave it alone. Same with this, huh? Go make sure you follow Big Leather Little Leather Podcast on IG before you try to add me on Instagram. So I know where you came from. Oh, see, there we go. And also, we do have big letter, little letter pod at gmail.com if you want to ask some questions or, you know. I love questions. Questions are nice. But until next time, ladies and gentlemen, make sure that you stay safe in these kinky streets. Stay kinky. Bye, y'all. Bye.